You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. It's the season opener of the Lions Den here on FNR Football Nation Radio. Josh Parrish in studio alongside our senior men's head coach returning for 2022, of course, Louis Atsevsky. Welcome back. Josh, uh, thank you for having me on uh, once again. Yeah, always a pleasure, mate. And always a pleasure for the fans to to hear from you and, and your thoughts ahead of a big upcoming season. How are you feeling about it and, and how is the squad shaping up? Yeah, look, uh, I think everybody's... Really happy they're back back into the uh, in the club and um, obviously back on the training ground and just uh, really looking forward to the season commencing on Saturday on, on Saturday should I say and um, especially after the last not just last year but the year before as well um, it's been pretty difficult and pretty fr- pretty frustrating for everybody so um, exciting times ahead um, with a lot of things that you discussed before with Dave so we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, new pavilion pitch with uh, all new drainage the surface is looking very nice I see the the boys have had a chance to train on it now yeah we've um, had two training sessions on it uh, this week and it's uh, look we, we've been training on ground two which has been a little bit uh, um, not the best mm. um, and just uh, the, the quality of the training session obviously uh, immediately improves just when you're having a good uh, or a very nice playing surface um, you can play suddenly that. you're thinking these guys can play a bit what was I worried about <laughs> <laughs> never worried from these boys um, uh, these boys are very good footballers but uh, for us it's more so um, coming into pre-season training on the ground you got to be careful of injuries when it's not the best park and um, and then the players got to control mm. those bobbles etc and so um, and then playing practice games we, we didn't get many opportunities I think we played two games at, at BT Connor um, and we played a lot of away games um, in pre-season so we normally play 95% of our pre-season games at BT Connor, so that was a bit of a change. But, um, no, nah, look, the, the ground's immaculate. Um, Nigel Darabin Council has done a phenomenal job, So, um, and I know the ground will just keep getting better week in, week out. It must be a weight off your mind to know that we won't have any uh, you know, repeats of, say, the Springvale home game comes to mind where the pitch was really badly waterlogged and you know we, we braved on regardless, but the ball wasn't moving, so it's a bit hard to pass when uh, <laughs> you can't find your intended target. Yeah, the drainage system's immaculate. Um, on Monday, there was a good 15 minutes of really heavy rain and you, you, you wouldn't know. I walked on a barefoot after the rain. I just didn't know it rained on it. So, um, you know, that's definitely going to cut that... Uh, concern out when we play come winter time and uh, hopefully the boys can play their, their football brand. Is that some sort of pre-season, you know, superstitious ritual to <laughs> get your feet in the grass? <laughs> uh, not really. It's just uh, making sure the grass is nice and, um, you know, I'd rather cop an injury instead of the players. So uh, <laughs> I'll walk through the ground and uh, see if there's any potholes and where the grass is thicker and uh, et cetera. Well, we know this man would walk across hot coals for his players if he had to. I, I do actually remember Benji in that game uh, that I mentioned before. The ball stopped. He had a perfectly timed slide tackle coming in. Ball stopped in the wet and he ended up getting sent off. So <laughs> yeah, He actually slipped. Uh, he did it right in front of me and he actually slipped. It wasn't even a tackle. Yeah, but he would have had the ball if he yeah, hadn't stopped yeah, in a puddle. So, so it's, it's, it's a major advantage to play at home on that deck. When it's when it's immaculate, when it's when it's you know the drainage is, is sorted, it's going it's going to be huge. Definitely is for for us um, the brand of football that we try and play. Um, you know we need we need a decent ground to play on. Um, you know and sometimes you go away from home and the grounds aren't uh, the best or what we're used to, but that's okay. We'll adapt mm. to that stuff. But again, uh, BT Connor, it's just not the ground. It's the facilities. It's the the crowd around the the facility. Uh, it's the buzz on a Friday night. You know it's the. Um, it's just huge, and uh, the boys definitely lift that 
extra little bit that's required. I want to announce and discuss your new captain. The man wearing the armband is a former international player. You know, he's got a lot of experience under his belt. Yes, um, we we asked the players as well as the coaching staff to put their votes in for captain and vice-captain for this season. Um, and Urson Gullum uh, won hands down as, as the most votes for the captain. So, um, and Urson is, uh, you know, the introduction you just gave... Um, a Turkish international. Uh, he played at, He played for one of the biggest clubs in Europe, at Besiktas, captain Besiktas. Mm. Um, and I said to him on uh, last night at training, I said, Urs, forget about Besiktas, but he pressed the lines in a much bigger club. So <laughs> a, lot bigger, a lot more pressure on the boy to perform. But uh, no, nah, look, um, one, his character's phenomenal. Two, attitude's been great. Three, um, the boys look up to him. And four, he's really uh, adapted to Preston. Um, you know, and, you know, at, at his age, at 34, 35, and what he's done in his football career, he could have easily just walked away from the game and not mm. played, didn't need to prove anything. Um, but, you know, I called him, I asked him to come down and help the club. Um, you know, as we all know, we've got ambition to, to keep striving and moving forward. Um, and and, and Urson, pretty much within a day, said, yep, Louis, I'm on board. So um, that, that was great for us. But again, uh, phenomenal player. Phenomenal person, so just the right fit for the club. Um, vice captains are the two boys that were actually uh, vice captains last year in, in uh, James Aaron and Benji Lividikos. So both boys um, got voted in, uh, in in those two roles. And again, those two boys are just giving their heart and soul for the club. So great choices. Uh, a big thank you to Rob Nomoski last year, who was the mm. captain of the club. Um, he did a great job at the club. Um, and uh, yeah, look, we, we look forward to a big year from all the players. Absolutely. I mean, Ersan's one of those guys that when you watch him, you can tell he's a good player because the game seems to slow down for him. It's it's a kind of gravitas that he's got on the ball and he's a, he's a Rolls Royce of a defender. He, the, the football smarts of Urs, knowing when to slow the game down, when to quicken it up a little bit, when to play that ball, when to go back to our goalkeeper, the communication um, just to his teammates, the right information at the right times, um, you know, it's 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 five star. So, um, you know, every player learns from him, especially mm. um, the, the the small boy next to him in Jimmy Aaron. Um, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, we've brought in uh, Nedim Skenderovic, who's uh, a young twenty year old, really really strong and really smart central defender, who's got a great left foot. Um, these two boys uh, next to Urson will definitely learn a, a lot off him. Um, you know, if I could go back and, and be 20 years old and play against or play next to Ersan Gulam now, it would be phenomenal. Mm. Uh, and then we've got the other youngster in uh, Norm Sikolovsky, <laughs> who's, um, you know, again, just uh, another leader around the ground. And he, you know, he's next to us always and they're always talking, communicating. So just leaders all over the park. That's, that's unreal. Uh, you mentioned Nadim Skanderovic there. Um, he worked with, with one of your assistants, Sasha Ognanovsky, at, at, at Dandenong City. Correct. Um, uh, Nedim was at Dandy City last year and then he went over to the US for a scholarship. Right, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, no, neither did I, basically. <laughs> so um, an opportunity, he, he came back into the country, came back to Melbourne, an opportunity came up to sign the kid. Um, he came in, uh, really short notice, played a practice game for 45 minutes and the boy just, you know, basically showed straight away how good the kid is. So um, I'm really happy to have him on board and I, I know he'll play a big part this year for the club um, and many more seasons to come. 
um, as well as Nur um, Sehavdic, who came from Dandy City as well, mm. um, that Sash coached uh, at, at, the, at the club. So these two boys, both really young boys, um, Nur's come from Melbourne Victory set up as a youngster, um, got a lot of uh, uh, potential in the kid to, 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 to kick goals and score goals and, uh, and move forward in his, in his game. So um, um, really proud to have those two boys on, on board. Uh, I want to ask about another fan favourite, completing the back line, uh, in Karl Barusevich, who, of course, had that horrible injury towards the end of last season, had to have surgery on his ankle, was it? Yeah, I think he tripped over and injured himself, Carl. That's the softest I've seen Carl in my whole career <laughs> as a coach. So I, I coached Carl at Hume City many years ago as a young, I think it was 14, 15. He's coming, these photos on the wall in the club rooms in yeah, Hume City. Yeah, coming through the ranks. And um, and then obviously when, when I came back to, to Preston six years ago and um, I called Carl to come across and he joined us. So, look, Carl's a, uh, a great kid, Um you know, he's, he's so young, but at the same time, he's been around the game for so many years. So he looks like a very mature footballer, um, got a great left foot, strong in the air. Um, he, he just fits the mould at the club. Uh, but again, at the same time, he's a, he's a, he's a leader who demands um, things and it's not just mm. acceptive of, um, you know, players not playing at their best or, or referees for that matter. So, um, <laughs> But now, look, Carl's a, another gem at the club like many other boys. Yeah, absolutely. So he's all fully fit and ready to go? He's definitely fully fit. He's played, I think, every practice game, some minutes. Massive. And then, yeah, all the games. So um, he's definitely on board. Now, another man you've managed to, to bring back into the fold that I think the fans are pretty excited about. They've got good memories of that uh, that title charge that he was he was part of, one of the mid-season recruits, if I remember correctly, in, in 2019. Trying to get him back into the country for a while, but COVID's been a complication. Connor Bell back at Preston Line. Yeah, um, yeah, you're spot on. Back in 2019, uh, middle of the season, we just needed a bit of an extra push and we needed to bring quality in and Connor Bell came in and he did exactly that. Uh, a very good footballer, very dangerous. Doesn't matter where you play him across that front three. Um, uh, he's linking really well with Chris Davies at the same time with, with Stambo on one side as well. Um, but look, you, you play Connor anywhere, left wing, right wing, a nine, a ten. He just adapts the boy. Um, his talents, you know, for us is phenomenal. Um, and, you know, another, just a great kid to, to have at the club, a young individual, but very mature um, uh, in relation to his football and where he's been, where he's played. Yeah, massive experience in, in England, um, in the in UK and in Scotland he's been as well, I think. Correct, correct. Yeah, he right. played in Scotland. Um, Tough leagues, <laughs> physical leagues. Yeah, when you play in these leagues, you, you, you need to know how to protect yourself. Um, and either you go that next step and you, as as he's an attacking player, either you're setting up or scoring goals, otherwise you, you won't last much or last long in, in these countries. He's got about twice the muscle mass since when I last saw him. He's bulked up a bit. Yeah, I think he's been in the protein shakes a little bit and um, <laughs> done the right thing. He's a personal trainer. He's working at a gym in Melbourne. So, there you go. Um, that's part, it's his other uh, life, should we say. Yeah, that's that's pretty useful. We don't have to, to to nag him to keep in shape. That's his day job. Well, he has to, unfortunately, <laughs> for himself. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your coaching team. You mentioned Sash Ogunovsky coming on board. Of course, your your trusted lieutenant in uh, in Chris Caponi there as usual, studying the match footage in in forensic detail, <laughs> and uh, and Sammy Frangos as well. Yeah, look, Kappa's, um 
I think I said previously to you that he's just part of the furniture capa. So, mm. um, you know, he's, he's so passionate for the game and he's always trying to uh, in-depth analyse and, and dissect games and who we're playing and what we're doing and how we're going to do it and, and the rest of it. So uh, great football brain. Um, Sash, you know, his name speaks volumes. So, you know, what he did as a player, uh, obviously cut it. Uh, last year in the in the NPL one with Dan Long City, his coaching experience there, and um, he's a Preston boy. Yeah, he loves the club. He's just a club legend, you know. Just, uh, when you think back through the history of Preston, and I've said this again previously, where Sash for me, uh, uh, the most decorated footballer in in Preston's history, for simply what he achieved as a as a player, uh, Asian player player of the year. Captain of, um, I think they won the Asian Cup back then. Yeah, the AFC Champions League. Correct, Champions League. Um, so phenomenal to have him on board. Sash comes in and uh, and helps and brings his expertise, uh, even if it's once a week or three times a week, whatever he can, due to work and his family. Um, you know, his kids come to the club. They're, they're, they're playing at the club. So he's there most nights, you know, between Monday mm. and Friday. So it's great to have him on board. Sam Frangos has come back to the club from his... Uh, he obviously, previous team at the club back in 2007 when he coached me um, uh, back then, a long time ago. So Sammy's really good at what he does as a goalkeeper coach and, um, you know, the, the boys and goals will definitely benefit having Sammy around. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's a formidable uh, team you've assembled, but I don't think uh, anyone <laughs> seems to inspire as, as much uh, goodwill and love as Dr. Johnny Markov. What is it about him that everybody just, you, know, you can't get enough of the guy? Yeah, Johnny's... He's just a contagious personality. Uh, again, just a beautiful person. He's so positive with everything. He's always got a smile on his face. He's always laughing. Um, he's just one of those guys who you want around you all the time. So, um, you know, his expertise in, in the medical field and, you know, he's, he's a qualified chiropractor, but put that aside, um, he worked with me at Hume City back in the day when I was coaching there and also he was, in the, he was the head of uh, the medical department at... Preston back in 2007 when I was still playing. Mm. So I've worked with Johnny many, many years, um, a person that I can trust and value his opinion. Um, that's his department, the medical team. I walk in, I ask the question, he tells me the answer, and we sort of walk in. But he's definitely the youngest-looking 50-year-old in, in, in the world at the moment. He's uh, just a beautiful person. <laughs> that's it. Happy birthday a few weeks ago for, uh, for Dr. Johnny. So. First game of the season this Saturday. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff at Larissa Reserve against North Sunshine. Always a, a tough place to go. Uh, you're expecting a, a physical contest, no doubt. What, what's the message been this week that you can share? Uh, look, mess, message doesn't change for me, regardless if it's a round one, round 15 game. Um, we need to go out there, play our game style, uh, try and nullify the opposition for playing their game style uh, and score more goals than the opposition team. <laughs> so... For me, it's uh, regardless if we're playing North Sunshine uh, or we're playing any other team, we're, we're, we will go give our best shot and, and hopefully come back with the three points. Uh, Derby games, again, mm. um, they're the games you want to play in. Big exactly. crowds, passion, excitement, um, and they're a good team. Uh, you know, they, they always make it very difficult for us. Um, we've had a lot of good clashes over the years. Um, and, you know, uh, credit to them in, in what they've done and, and Benny, their coach, and... Um, he's put a very strong team together and they've got some good players. But again, uh, we'll concentrate on ourselves and, and, and go out there and I know the boys will give 100% and that's all I can ask of them. 
think it was against North Sunshine and at home in 2019 where Connor Bell had his had his best game for the club. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what he comes up with. But 75th anniversary, such a significant milestone uh, for this for this proud club from 1947 until today. It means just a little bit more. Yeah, well, look, uh, I, I remember the, the 70th year uh, function mm. at the Crown was phenomenal. It was a, it was a great year for us. Um, and this year, look, uh, again, ambition and drive and, and determination is one thing, um, you know, but for the 75th year, if if the boys can give their best and put on a show like they do or what they're capable of, uh, I'm sure we'll be in, in that top uh, section where we need to be to, to try and win a, a championship. Um, but again, it's when you look around and, uh, you know, the, the jerseys behind us, the tracksuits, the polos, you see all our major sponsors, you know, from Jenna Steel, MS Designer Living, Illington Constructions, just to name the top three. Those those companies, those people that are involved at those at their businesses are just incredible individuals. And um, without those people, uh, our members, and most important to me is our supporters. Our supporters are just uh, phenomenal. Um, I, I always mention that I, I get goosebumps when I think about the supporters. So walking onto that BT Connor and they're singing and chanting and supporting their boys, not just at good times, but at times when things aren't going your way because mm. um, there's no team in the world that can play a full season and things don't go up and down a little bit. Um, but that's when we really need them. When things aren't going our way match day, that's when we need the boys to be really positive and support and, and, and lift the, uplift the boys for that game. So they're the best in the, in, in the country for me and um, – I just want them to keep filling out the stadium at uh, Jenna Steel Stadium every Friday night, every home game we play. Well, I can't wait to see the the spectacle this season. And that uh, that Geelong game is going to be absolutely sensational. But it all starts this Saturday over at Larissa's Reserve. Get down there. Get there nice and early. Remember, the entrance is on, on Dundee Street and on the, on the main drag and uh, listen to and read all the announcements that, that come out from the club about in regards to, to match day information. But, Louis, thank you so much for making the trip into the studio. Best of luck for not only this weekend, uh, but for the season as a whole, and uh, go Preston. Thanks, Josh. Um, great to be on. Well, we've got one more guest still to come, so we're going to go to a short break, and the senior women's head coach, Dan Fodden, is going to join us. Don't go anywhere.